Welcome to Hot Breath Comedy Fam. On Monday, May 13th, I am teaching a clean comedy workshop. The last four I have taught sold out very quickly, so if you wanna learn about clean comedy, the business side, where the line is, how to write clean comedy, go to the link in the description of this episode, and we'll see you there. All right, Hot breath averse welcome back to the Hot Breath Podcast. This is the show where you learn comedy from the pros. And this is a very special episode. We're in a very special time. So I reached out to a very special person to hopefully help us all to maximize the most out of our time with what is currently happening. First off, I hope everyone is staying safe out there, staying smart out there. We're seeing a lot of different comedians trying a lot of different things. Hot breath. On social media specifically right now, since no one has shows, no one has any bookings, we're all just trying to figure out this internet thing and how we can use it to stay in contact with our fan base or to even just help continue to build a fan base. So we know social media is a very powerful tool to do all that. So we are connecting with a fellow hot brethren. This guy is actually a loyal listener for a long time now. I caught his radar on social media when he was selling merch like crazy and we actually scheduled a phone call together to discuss how he's able to do that and he gave me some tips on mine and now he is here to give us some tips on how we can all maximize the opportunity we're sitting in front of because you know let's look at this glass half full and it'll be a good challenge for all of us I think to start using social media more as a tool instead of as a toy for distraction. So please, this is actually a live Q&A we're going to be doing here in the Hot Breath Comedy Network Facebook group. So if you're not a member of that, join in on that. It'll be linked in the show notes as well. But hop in that group. There's listeners from around the world, and we're starting to do a lot more interactive content in there. So with all that being said, ladies and gentlemen, Hot Breath and Sister, welcome to the Hot breath the one and only Zach Lyman, everyone. Give it up for Zach Lyman, everyone. Make some noise. Thank you. Bro. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm happy this is happening. I appreciate you for putting this all together and uh, and uh, having this opportunity right now because, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm excited to uh, anytime we get to talk marketing and anytime we get to talk with comedians about marketing. So Perfect. Well, just to start it off, maybe... Give people just a little background on you, who you are, where you're coming from, and even like what you're hoping to kind of accomplish with this as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the reasons uh, I constantly listen to your podcast, Joel, is because uh, you and I are almost similar amount of time in comedy. I've been doing it for 11 years. Um, 11 years of comedy, mostly started in Phoenix. I uh, moved around a little bit, but uh, my first job ever, like di uh, for a long period of time, was a barista in coffee, making coffee at a small coffee shop. And uh, I say that because uh, I kept coming back to being a barista and doing comedy. And uh, and then a few years ago, um, I was doing marketing for a different kind of company, uh, a baby product. And we had some viral videos take off and then a coffee company kind of scouted me out and I started working with them and a bunch of their clients and kind of just being able to use my time as a barista and my marketing knowledge together. And then over that time I started, um, really picking up steam and I was able to apply the things that I learned for comedy and marketing to them, to those businesses. Mm -hmm. And, uh, in the first year of like working for this large company, I made them like millions of dollars off of, uh, Instagram and Facebook. And, uh, and I was able to kind of like hone in skills. Mm -hmm. And so I could like run ads with them and then I could kind of take that knowledge and be like, but how can I apply that to comedy? And that's all I would be doing is constantly using my day job uh, in marketing 
to then go home and be like, okay, but what if I did this in comedy? Mm-hmm. And uh, so just applying that. And, and so, yeah, 11 years in comedy and countless years in marketing within that time uh, on and off. And uh, now I'm full-time comedian and uh, just really, like like you said, like last year I, I kind of like did the super dive in of just trying to live off of merch and so I had a shirt that kind of blew up and um, lived off of that for a while. And now I'm just kind of like shirts, podcast, and live shows mixture and just trying to keep the the uh, plate spinning as we we're talking earlier. Yeah. And what did what made your uh, shirt blow up so much? Was there something specific you did that kind of sparked it or was it gradual over time? Um, yeah, like it was, uh, it was trial and error. It was probably cause I've done most of my shirt designs myself. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I've done all these different designs and I was never really a fan of like anything that felt like inside baseball where it's like, you would have to know my joke to get the t-shirt. Uh, and then I also like anytime I know same time that had my name on it. Maybe it was just the design, but maybe it was just having my name on it. People didn't want to wear my name. And so I just started thinking about designs that uh, were in an essence of me and my comedy and also that like looked good to wear. Um, and then I came up with the shirt comedy and naps. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's perfect. That's like exactly me. Um I love naps and I love comedy. And it's a simple <laughs> text, and I liked how it looked and the spacing on the shirt. And uh, so I put that up, and I sold a few and it built a little traction. And then um, I started having like uh, Instagram influencers wear them. Ah, and, uh, okay, influencer marketing. That's what. Yeah, so that's what ended up happening is like uh, a few of them that I knew personally bought the shirt and then helped promote me. And then um, I gave like maybe four away to other influencers because I saw how well that happened with my friends. And then at one point, um, uh, Natalie Friedman, who's a uh, influencer and impressionist, and uh, she does stand up also. Um, she has so many things. She's very talented. She has like a million followers on Instagram, mm-hmm. and she posted my shirt. And uh, just that day alone was like. Uh, what a great day. Uh, but, uh, so the social, the influencer yeah, yeah. marketing is what really took the shirt off. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was very, it was very that where it was just like, uh, different influencers and different people with any following really micro influencers. Mm-hmm. Um, so anytime someone big warrant, um, like maybe five, different smaller accounts would buy it and wear it and so um and they would and those followers and kind of like trickle down you know? oh right right so, um because people are like you know they're watching what the big influencers are doing and then they're trying to do that to grow their own influencer following so they're like oh they're working with this guy zach lyman i'll just buy his shirt and wear it and promote it and i'll fit in with those hashtags and everything you know yeah so um yeah, it, it just kind of like snowballed into taking off for quite a while. And uh, now I'm like introducing like new shirt designs. And uh, uh, what I would love to do is I'd love to just keep making new shirts all the time mm-hmm. and just have constantly be running new and just kind of throwing ideas out because it costs me like nothing to get one shirt printed, you know? So might as well get one shirt printed, have, I model it or someone else, and then. Uh, try it out for a bit. Yeah, and it, that is important to kind of focusing on what is working and then kind of doubling down on that. And especially with social media, it's like there are certain strategies and tips that like specific things you can do to maximize your growth and reach on social media. And really this kind of leads in, please, people uh, watching, comment with your questions uh, the first one here actually comes from EJ Massacampo, who actually okay I did I did a show in North Carolina last year, and he actually let me stay at his place with his children. He trusted me, and uh, it all went great. And look at where <laughs> we are now. Nice <laughs> it very it was very much so trusting. That's a kind, yeah. <laughs> 
that's great. And um, even my wife was like, really? Is he going well, to? She didn't actually know till after because she probably would have been like, really? You're going to go stay with? But it's the hot breath of verse. You know, if you know, you know. And the people listening and watching this know. So uh, comment with your questions, everyone. Uh, EJ asked, he has some background from Zach, which is what we, we just got that. But really, we talked about your merch, but I think this is interesting. He asked and how he uses social media. So you, as a comedian, coming from you know th this coffee space where you've actually spoken at festivals about marketing as well. So it, how do you, yeah. as a comedian, apply what you've learned from working with that coffee company? How do you apply it to your own comedy that other comedians could do? Okay. Yeah. Um, I was, I was able to get access to different tools, uh, when I was working with them, like, uh, like a program like Sprout Social mm -hmm. is like a really good one. Um, uh, I love that program, but it's like a hundred dollars a month. Oh, and, uh, you know, so it's kind of like one of those things of like comics can't use that, but I quickly was learning what they were doing with that program and how they were doing it. And it was like, uh, like, uh spot social tracks like all the hashtags and they're like watching what hashtags get you more views okay. and stuff and i was like okay you can kind of like shoot from the hip and do that of play with different hashtags of uh like small hashtags medium-sized hashtags large hashtags and what i mean by that is small hashtags maybe like there's only like a thousand posts in that hashtag and then like a medium hashtag has like thirty thousand posts and then a large hashtag has a million posts. Mm. Um, and so if you're a smaller Instagram, you're like m going to be mixing that together, right? You're going to be like uh, uh, trying, like if you only have 500 followers, you might get on the top of the small hashtag and uh, get some traction in that hashtag. But maybe that will push you just enough to get, bigger in the medium size hashtag and then uh if you're super lucky that will give you enough traction to get higher up ranking in the uh large hashtag and then that's like how things go viral on instagram it's just oh, like okay climbing those hashtags in the right order and mixing around with small medium and large hashtags and then being able to get into the top of those uh you know top view and uh, now we have like the discovery page, which is like a whole nother conversation. But like uh, I learned how to like kind of like perfect that from working with them and constantly posting on their Instagrams and uh, what they're changing. And then also I just saw what it was like to have uh, like a marketing budget of any sort, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, versus like uh, us comics where we're like, oh, I don't know, I have $10 that I could spend on an ad. Um so it's kind of like really learning like uh, like deep analytics is something that I learned from marketing jobs uh, that I apply to comedy. It's just like uh, running maybe five different ads at once and then knowing that you're going to cancel four of them. Right. So I'll run five ads, cancel four of them, keep the one that's really crushing it and uh, keep playing with that. So that way, if I do have only $40 I can spend... I'm going to end up spending it on the right ad instead of just throwing it all away on one ad that doesn't work. So if you're posting like, um, let's just say, like a, a, a joke about you talking about coronavirus or something, would yeah. you would then hashtag it like you would search hashtags around the phrase coronavirus and around the phrase joke and around the phrase stand up and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. yeah, exactly. Uh, the coronavirus one, yeah, I would look up what is the small, medium, larges of coronavirus, the different ways, because it's also like COVID-19, you know, like mm -hmm. what are the different ways people are saying it, Okay. what is, uh, you know, and then uh, I'm a big fan of like tagging where you're from or maybe where the joke is from, like oh, Phoenix, Tempe, okay. breaking down cities doing and then mixing that in there and then yeah and then like stand up but then also uh just like writing jokes right like you don't want to go with the first idea you come with you want to come up with like the third punchline right right um so the same with like marketing so it's like everyone's reaching for stand up what's another way i can say stand up that's not stand up 
okay, hashtag the comedy seller. Okay, that's very, you know, leaning towards, like, uh, people that are looking up the comedy seller are going to see it, but it's still stand-up. Um, okay, what about Comedy Central specials? Can I throw that in there? And the people that are looking up Comedy Central specials are going to come in. Like, just oh, really okay. take an extra second to think about and then uh, come up with, like, your core 10 that you're kind of always playing with or changing and then adding from there, you know? So, yeah, it's like uh, – and then also hashtag videos, comedy videos, you know. Okay. Play with that and see. You recommend, like, doing around yeah. 10, you said. Yeah, don't, 10, Don't want to be belligerent. I mean, some people, their entire post is hashtags. Yeah, there's like um, – I was reading an article that they were saying that this year – uh, Instagram was very lenient on the idea of like, cause you can do, I think up to 30 if you wanted, but, uh, they're kind of like paying attention to people that only do like 10 to 15 mm-hmm. and they're like purposely kind of leaning it a certain way. Gotcha. And I do think that's probably true. Like 10 is probably, you've probably covered it. Okay. So. And, uh, so hashtags is one way we can use social media. What are some others? Um, yeah, like uh, a good example of what I did, because it's like, Joel, you know this, consistency is key. Yep. That's like yep. for everything. Yep. Um, so one thing that I did was I created this thing called 10-second jokes, and then I created my own hashtag for 10-second jokes, and then um, it was like, sure, I can categorize all my jokes into one, right? So I can just kind of go back and look and see how many I've done. And what I was doing when I started it was it was kind of like a very much a time like this in my life when I started doing it. It was I had no job uh, because I just moved across the country and uh, I had no friends, nothing going on. And I was like, well, I can write a 10 second joke a day, mm-hmm. which is very much just a setup and a punchline. And uh, and I can post that every day. So what I was doing was consistently posting one joke. And I would hashtag the different topics. And then some of them got like no views. Some of them got a lot of views. Some of them got a lot of shares. Some of them got, you know, it was just very up and down. Yeah. But the one thing that I got out of it was followers. Was I constantly was getting followers from constantly posting. And it was like, you know, when you're doing seven jokes a week, like that's so many different avenues for people to come in and find you. Um so consistently come up with a job, mm-hmm. like make yourself a job and make yourself every day, make that thing, you know, like right now I was telling you earlier that like I'm doing 30 minute marketing videos on my own personal Facebook every day. That's my job right now. Nice. It's it's like when I wake up in the morning, I get, I put on the cleanest shirt I own and I go, <laughs> all right, let's talk about marketing for 30 minutes. And, uh, and that's just like, and now people are sharing that and that's getting different things. But, um, for the most part, it's just, uh, consistency, you know? Yeah. So consistently posting and are you planning these posts? Like if you're doing seven jokes in a week, are you like planning them out day by day? Or are you just kind of waking up and winging it? Um, uh, so I did over a hundred of them. Jeez. And, uh, Talk about consistency. Uh, yeah, like I took breaks from it, came back from it, you know, but for the most part, I would anytime I like committed to doing it, I would do it for a week, couple weeks, you know, a couple days, mm-hmm. something, right? And it was like still always building. So, um sometimes, yeah, sometimes I was completely like, "Oh, here's the next 5 days for sure. I have all these joke ideas." Sometimes um, I was like stressing all day that I was like, I haven't thought of a single joke, but, uh, it definitely made me write more material than I've ever written, which then translates some of those 10 second jokes actually became full jokes mm-hmm. in my stand up. But, um, yeah, like, uh, it made me write more. And then I was just kind of planning. And then when I realized I was, uh, 20 away from a hundred, I did uh 20 and 20 days. Gotcha. And that was like my goal for like that month. Mm-hmm. So I was like, and uh, and I was traveling for shows and stuff like that. And so there was times where I was like on the plane, being like, I'm not gonna get home until 11 p.m. and I'm barely gonna make the deadline of posting it at like 11:30 p.m. 
And uh, I kind of enjoyed that uh, never knowing what time it's going to go up, never knowing. It was kind of like a, my own thrill because I've done 80 of them at that point. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it was a nice way to mix it up and like kind of pressure myself. So, yeah. So posting consistently, posting jokes, um, hashtags is another one. Are there any other ways off the top of your head that. Um comedians and these are and we're thinking about like when we say comedians we're not thinking of like joe rogan or burt kreischer you know we're we're thinking of comedians like you and i comedians maybe only a a year or two in as well who everyone's kind of everyone's like well what now (laughs) you know like are there any other things that come to mind for comedians more like us and younger that um, they can be using social media to build a following, but also just to like use it more productively than just scrolling, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, uh, I think, uh, like I was talking to some friends yesterday about leaning into your passions. Okay. Um, so that's like a big one for me is like, we've already brought up how I enjoy coffee and I really do. And I'm constantly posting on my Instagram story and I'm constantly, I go to Coffee Fest, and then I start speaking at Coffee Fest. Now I do stand-up at Coffee Fest. Um, and so it was very much me over the last couple of years of leaning into, that's what I like. Mm. And I'm meeting like-minded people that do those things. And I think that's, uh, that's important, right? So it's important to uh, find what you're passionate about and then join those Facebook groups and then yes. network with those people in those groups and then find like just right now is the perfect time to just be constantly meeting new people mm-hmm. online that are into like if you're into Honda scooters, going into Honda scooter groups and talking to them about Honda scooters, at some point comedy will come up and they'll come to your show or watch your podcast or whatever. And that's a great way to be using marketing every day. Every day yes. you're looking into hashtags for what you enjoy, looking into Facebook groups. Perfect. You can do that stuff. Um, an, another way that I, I, I think that comics need to think about when they're posting is um, what's shareable. Mm. Is it shareable what you're making? Like, is this I, – I, I lean away from anything that's way too inside baseball – um, where it's like only my friends in the Phoenix comedy scene are going to understand this joke or understand this thing. I lean away from that. I, I really lean into what's shareable, which came back to my shirt, comedy and naps. Mm-hmm. You don't have to know who I am at all to enjoy that shirt. You don't even have to know that I'm a comedian. You don't even have to know that that's my merch, but it's very shareable because it's a good shirt. So just keep that in mind when you're creating a joke, creating a podcast, creating a video of any sort. What is shareable Ooh. about it? And uh, sorry, this is a personal thing. Can you turn your camera a little bit? We're cutting off about a quarter of your face. And um, there we go. Okay. Sorry. That was, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because I, I could like, it was cu- almost cutting off your right eye. And I was like, oh, let's, let's, let's get that framed up here on Skype for people okay. on YouTube. All right. And uh, Facebook. So I'm sure someone else out there was like, dude, great info, but please, I want to see all of Zach's beautiful face. And uh, (laughs) EJ's already saying this has been crazy helpful. And uh, Ramiro also said, super helpful. I like the Facebook groups ideas. And it's true. Like, I think it definitely, as comedians, we can get caught up in just the comedy world. And it's like, what within my world can I start to like build an interest in following it? But it really is like, no, what is your interest? Go into that world and build your yeah. following that way. Yeah. 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 Cause it never seems networky salesy ever. It's authentic. Yeah. To, yeah. When I'm talking to people about coffee, I'm like, this is really what I care about. I'm not secretly in the back of my brain being like, when do I get to bring up my podcast? Mm-hmm. I'm just enjoying the conversation and then they add me on Facebook at some point or they follow me on Instagram and they're like, oh, I didn't know he made all these videos. Let me check that out. I love it. Oh, I love that one. So let's um, let's let's follow that momentum into Ramiro Lynch's question. He asked, um, what's most important to get more people to follow you? 
content quality or putting stuff out there more consistently? Mm. Um, let's take Instagram, for example, right now. If you're trying to get followers on Instagram, I look at the main page. It's changed over the years. Mm-hmm. But now I look at the main page of your your po- your actual post is like super quality. That's like prime like like I went through and I posted all the I did a photo shoot and I posted all those photo shoots. You know, like mm-hmm. nice, super high quality photos. Great. Uh but your Instagram story is the behind the scenes. It's the your day to day. It's your here's me making a cup of coffee. Here's me hanging out and you're tagging because you can do hashtags in Instagram stories. You can do geotagging. Mm-hmm. You can tag the company that, that you're drinking the coffee from. And so you're getting followers from the stories, but also you're just doing prime quality on your main page. So I would say quality way over, uh, how often so if you're just posting once a week on your actual page but you're constantly posting in your instagram story you're probably doing pretty well oh okay that's good to know and let's see most important how um it's important yeah we all want followers as well i mean i guess that kind of ties into how we do it is through going to places you're already naturally interested in and i guess even like we're talking about posting daily content you want to make sure it's something you're interested in so you can actually do it at a sustainable rate as well um do you have any more do you have any tips on the actual process of getting followers those vanity numbers we all love even though i i can attest from interviewing a lot of other social media people is like the vanity numbers it may feel good to you but that metric is really outdated in terms of the actual impact you can have and it's really more about engagement so if you're posting something you genuinely care about and you're posting it for an audience that you're a genuine member of that's where you're really going to get that engagement and start to build those quality followers and have an actual following as opposed to just followers yeah yeah i mean it it, uh it touches base on like when I go to Coffee Fest and I speak um, there mm-hmm. about marketing, on the screen is my Instagram. That's the only thing I promote. Mm-hmm. Is my like I I picked one platform that I'm gonna just promote, right? So I'm always promoting my Instagram everywhere, and um, I get true followers out of that. So I may speak to 300 people and a hundred of them follow me, right? That's great numbers. Um, and those are really active followers, right? It goes back to engagement and stuff like that. But um, if you're just trying to get your numbers up, uh, like I've worked for businesses and they just have goals in mind where they're like, we want 50,000 followers just because we are a big company and we should look like a big company. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram ads, YouTube, uh, Facebook ads, uh, any of that stuff. If you're trying to just get the numbers, run ads. Gotcha. Um, and the power of a $10 ad is insane right now, especially right now. Everyone's at home. Right. Um, yeah. So like right now, uh, I'm running an, an Instagram and Facebook ad and I've spent $6 and I think, um, when I checked it this morning, it was like something over like 8,000 people have looked at it and it's cost me a fraction of a penny for every person that's clicked on my page. And so how will you run that ad? Um, can you break down even the process of someone wanting to run an ad? Like, um, we, we see the option on social media, but how, what's the most effective way to run an ad? Uh, I'm a huge fan of doing it on Facebook and then having it run to Instagram. If it's a picture, mine is a picture. Um, and then having the, uh, so you, you run the ad on Facebook, like make the post on your Facebook page, hit the boost button, create an audience. And then that audience is people that would like your stuff. Right. So people that listen to podcasts, people that like comedy, people in this country, people in other countries Mm -hmm. that may also speak your language. 
Um, you know, just kind of keep all of that in mind. That just doesn't need to be your neighborhood. Um, create all that. Get as as detailed as you can. Think about your fan base, what you know. Is it all male? Is it all female? Is it a mixture of both female and male? Great. What are the age ranges? Play with that. Then run the ad um, on Facebook and Instagram, which is an option if you have them connected through your Facebook page. And then, uh, and then just pay attention to like, what is the traction of the ad? Is it getting a lot of views? Is it getting a lot of likes? Is it getting a lot of what you want mm-hmm. for your money? If it's costing you $5 a day and you're getting no likes on it, it's a bad ad. Just cancel. Just don't, don't be so invested into your idea about it. Uh, just create another one, you know, use a different picture, use a different thing, you know? It goes back to, I like running five ads, canceling four. Gotcha. Um, and for $10, you run five ads? Yeah, I'll run all of them, and I'll set them all for $10. Okay, so $50 total. Spend... No, no, no. Oh, okay. Because I'm canceling four of them. Oh, right, okay. So I may only spend $0.30, cents, a dollar of the ad before I realize this isn't going to work. Oh, so wow. I may told, I'm going to try to get close to as possible my $10 that I want to spend. I may end up spending 11 or whatever, but you know, I'm going to try to get to close to 10 and I'm just going to try to always keep that money on that one. So I tell Facebook all of them for $10 and I'm just completely lying to them and uh, setting them all for the same amount of days or whatever. And then I'm just going to cancel them maybe right in the morning, maybe a couple hours from now, a couple hours from you know, now. Okay. Just gonna, yeah, yeah, I'm just going to be checking in on them every day, every morning, every so often. Depends on, you know, how much do you need that $10? So if you're okay with throwing away a couple bucks, sure. But if you're not okay with throwing away a couple bucks, I'm checking them every couple hours or so and being like, okay, this is, there's no uptick here. Yeah, there's what are you looking there. for when you say you're checking them specifically? Um, my overall goal is a penny per click. Okay. Um, so if I get a penny per click on, um, uh, like on an ad, uh, that's a penny going to like the buy now button. That's a penny for getting a like. That's a penny for you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So whatever my goal that I told Facebook it was going to be, like I told Facebook that I'm trying to get web traction, and so I put in a link and I had them go to a direct link or whatever. Um, I'm looking for a penny per click. I'm looking for a lot of engagement, you know, like the ad I'm running right now, mm-hmm. when I saw right away, there was like, uh, like right away, a couple thousand people saw it. And I was like, oh, this is going somewhere, you know, and it cost me like 30 cents, <laughs> like a bunch of people saw to it. reach a thousand like, yeah. people, 30 cents. Yeah. 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 It was something like that. It was something wow. along the lines of like, okay, right away, I'm getting a little pop. Why do you, you think know? you got that pop on that specific post? Uh, I think it's a good picture. I think good it's good picture. A, uh, okay. Yeah, I think it's colorful. I think colorful. I always think about uh, you have three seconds when people are scrolling. Mm-hmm. You know, you have three second second max. So uh, when I'm p- posting an ad, I'm like, in three seconds, do you get what I'm selling? Do you get any of this? You know. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's nice. what I, I think I picked the right picture for that. Um, yeah, so penny per click, lots of engagement, and just go with your gut, you know, and just be like, nah, I don't feel like this is the one. Cancel it, and then just keep making new ones until you've spent your money, and then you're like, all right, I, I at least got something out of it, or maybe I learned a lot about myself for ten bucks. So yeah, and it is yeah a lot of trial and error, just like our material, I guess it is at some point, just a lot yeah, of trial and error. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Nice and. Um, this, this kind of piggybacks on, um, so this next question is kind of jumping the line, but it does piggyback on our hashtag topic real quick. Uh, Mookie asks, do you ha- add hashtags to the nice photos on your IG main page? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hashtag every photo. Hashtag every hashtag photo. Everything. Okay. Everything. Everything gets hashtags. And I'm a big fan of leaving, like posting the, the posting it. And then right away, leaving the hashtags as a comment. Leaving the hashtag. Oh, okay. So post the caption and then leave a hashtag as the comment. Yeah, because I already told Facebook that I have a comment. 
or I told Instagram that I have a comment and then uh, I'm getting all the hashtags. Nice. So it's like I'm getting the engagement up already and I'm, you know, adding all the roads to get to that picture. Perfect. All right. Moving on. This is so cool, by the way, dude. People are already saying like this is this has been super helpful to them. So the people Thank you. It, thank you, Joel. Oh, dude, thank you, man. This is uh this is great. And for the people watching, I have been periodically posting putting up his Instagram handle for um for you to go check out if you want to see actually how he's using it um if you can't see it and you're just listening i'm sorry join the facebook group and then you can see it Uh, (laughs) but it is at zach lyman podcast uh z-a-c-k-l-y-m-a-n podcast if uh while you're listening to this you'd like to scroll through and see his social media feed um Moving on. And remember, kids, keep posting your questions, whatever social media questions you have. We want to get them answered today and really start. You know, this whole show is about helping comics. And now more than ever, it seems like everyone's almost trying to figure it out. It's the Wild West again in terms of what's going to work, what's not, how am I going to maximize my time, and what do I do even? (laughs) You know, what do I do with all this time? So yeah, it's important. 100%. This is an important discussion. Yeah. So uh, Carly Sherrick asked, boom, one to put up on the screen. This is, dude, these these little features, man. I mean, this is this is our first time <laughs> using this, but these features, I mean, uh, the, the names coming up. I can't wait to up, go back and watch it. The names are coming up. We have title cards. This is this is going to be something, kids. So, so Carly asks, so it's today and you want to build up a following from scratch. What are the first okay. three things you would do? Ooh, great question. I like this question. Yeah. Uh, I like I like anything that's like you're stuck on an island. What do you do? <laughs> uh, big fan of this question. Uh, okay. I would first establish how much money I can spend. Hmm. Is it $50? Is it $5? Is it? And then that would lead me into what do I like? What, do, what apps do I already like? Right. I am a big fan of Instagram already okay i love i'm on instagram anyways um so i would be like okay i'm gonna pick instagram uh i have ten dollars to spend great um and then i would decide what am i posting am i posting uh am i gonna post videos pictures uh do i have a show idea that i could do on instagram in 30 seconds or whatever um okay and then i so i would figure out Instagram, I'm going to make weekly videos and I'm going to spend $10 a month. And these videos are going to be this type of comedy. So I'm going to follow, I'm going to follow a bunch of accounts that I like. Mm-hmm. I'm going to follow a bunch of accounts that are maybe doing the same thing to give me inspiring. So every time yes. I open my page, I'm uh, forced to look at people doing what I want to do. Um, and then what else would I do? I would probably then just start looking deep into hashtags. Okay. I, uh, I'm a huge fan of like, like for me, like I'm, I already know marketing, but I am constantly watching webinars, YouTube, mm-hmm. anytime, uh, like even when, when I worked at a, at a company and I would get phone calls where marketing companies would call me and say that they can do their mar- my marketing better. Right. Mm-hmm. I would sit in on their hour call of them telling me what they're going to do. And so I'm always like, yeah, teach me, teach me what right. you are going to do. And now I can apply that. And um, so whatever video I want to do, like if I already know how to write sketch comedy, I'm still going to go to YouTube and type in how to write sketch comedy mm-hmm. and just watching what people are making, how they're doing different things. And so I would be constantly learning about the thing that I want to post on Instagram. Ooh. And then I would be telling everyone about it. I think that's a very important key is telling all your friends that you're doing it. And that reminding them, they're like, I, I'm doing it tomorrow. I'm making it tomorrow. I made it today. Yesterday I made it. And constantly be reminding people that that's what you do. That's your thing. Um, and I would just like, I would deep dive into it, especially right now with all this free time. Right. I'd be making, like, if I wanted to make 10 second jokes again, right now I would be making five, 10 second jokes a day. If possible, 10 sets, you know, I'd make like crazy lists for myself to do lists 
and just be knocking that out. And I'd be creating all kinds of content. And then it goes back to just like joke writing where it's like you write 10 jokes and then you go and you're like, I'm really only going to use this one. Right. And so I would be creating a bunch of content for Instagram and then being like, no, only these five I'll post. And then you're just setting a different bar with your quality. That's what I have. That answers the question. Yeah, no. Yeah, these are great. You actually gave us more than three. But I mean, these are all great (laughs) tips. And it is. Um, I have heard like batch recording as I'm, I'm going deep onto YouTube. Now, when you're talking about one of your great tips was like, think about where you want to post. Cause it's like, you can post on every platform, like averagely, or you can pick one yep. that you're really passionate. That's really intuitive to you and just produce quality content on there. So yeah, yeah that's, that, that's super valuable. And I'm thinking in terms of, this made me selfishly think because she was like you um the question was if you're building a following from scratch so what about if um let's say you're me for instance (laughs) so i love anytime you do this on the podcast right (laughs) (laughs) it's so if hypothetically there was a comedian with a podcast and a comedy special and you know, just hypothetically, what would you tell them? You know, I love, I, yeah, I do do that. But I mean, hey, you take strike while the iron's hot, you know, while you got the audience. So, yeah, um, I would, I would hate if you didn't do it. Okay, like, good. Is he not applying any of this. He has these people on and he's getting these guests. Okay, good. So, yeah, no, I I really do enjoy that you do it. Uh, so for me, for uh, instance, you knowing what you know about me, because you are yeah. an, um, an engaged hot brethren. You have been in the hot breath verse for a while now. And yeah. knowing what you know about me in terms of I have a comedy special I released about a month ago. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, we, maybe we do that one, because I was trying to think of the podcast marketing also. But maybe, like, because people, since doing the... Um, the special, you know, the goal was to inspire other comics to create their own projects, whether it is a special or it's a, an album or it's their, a sketch, whatever, just inspiring comics to invest in themselves and create. How would you recommend, um, I market this comedy special? Okay. It's called the trophy Um, husband, you know, so, um, And uh, if you guys are listening right now and you haven't listened to Joel's episode talking about making it, uh, I really enjoyed that episode. Oh, uh, thank we, you, Zach. You guys broke down like the uh, the good and the bad of making it and the things you learned from it. Because mm-hmm. uh, it was super helpful for me because I, at some point, want to record a special mm-hmm. that I, I, I haven't and I probably will end up doing it self-produced probably on youtube or something you know something something that way of uh so i like the approach that you took and i really liked that episode of you breaking it down oh great um yeah of course man i uh uh how many of the jokes have you released have you released any of the jokes so see no i i made like one I had a I have a joke about playing football that I put together and then um, released on like Super Bowl Sunday and then like never again type deal, you know. So you think maybe parsing okay. up jokes like a bunch of other comics are doing type deal? Yeah, well, it's like you know, uh, watch from the greats. You know, Comedy Central's right. been promoting specials forever, mm-hmm. um, and every time we always know that they pick like one very mainstream joke that kind of is for everyone that also shows off the comedian in a certain way. And then they just have that one joke that they're constantly being like, check out this person this weekend at this time, you know? Right. And it's always like just this 10 second or maybe a minute long or, you know, and then like even, you know, movies have trailers, stuff like that. Like maybe think of uh, releasing a couple quick jokes Mm-hmm. from the specials like little snippets that you can kind of post and maybe it's not even a full joke maybe it's like you in the middle of a joke and you're saying something that's already ridiculous or funny by itself and then just kind of like cutting straight to like an ad of like 
uh, on, you know, because it's on Patreon, right? Um, no, it's actually it's on my website, but it is. Um, okay, it's on it's on your Yeah, it is like a pay what you can. So p- there's no like set price, but it is. Yeah, it is um, on my website, joelbyerscomedy.com. Okay, yeah. So then it would be a quick snippet that says go to joelbyers.com, and like even you could be running the ad, and you could be doing like a 10 second ad and have a button that's like buy it now and it just goes directly to the buy page of that oh um, okay so I, w- I would be thinking about that i was thinking about doing some uh some screenshots in general just some pictures of it mm-hmm. that are really good and just promoting it that way okay um and then maybe uh you could do you could go on to other people's podcasts and mm-hmm. talk about how you self-produced an album or a, a special, um, and uh, talk about how you did it on other people's podcasts, um, and then maybe uh, maybe every so often releasing like like every month or whatever, releasing like a new part of it, or just releasing a video of you talking about it, being like, I just thought about I changed this one joke, or like I redid this joke that's actually on the special, or you know, kind of like revisiting it. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, I would just be, that's how I would be doing cool. it. And then also I would just be, I'd be running, I'd be running like 20 different ads that are all different, like a screenshot, a snippet video, a different kind of snippet video, different overlays. And I would just be doing that at once and seeing where people are enjoying and not enjoying. Oh, okay. Interesting. Sounds like I just need to hire Zach to, because that is the thing. I mean, that's I got free time, man. That's the thing I um. That's the one thing I overlooked in this whole process was, um, kind of like in that episode you listened to that you referred to is when I was with my director and we were talking about the whole process. I thought through everything, but the marketing part of it. So now I'm at like the other end of it, where now it's out. And we had a good pre-sale and now sales after like the first month, you know, of that instant like interest, Mm -hmm. it started to taper off. And now the good thing about having your own special is it's evergreen. That'll be there forever. So in five years, that's going to be just passive income still, you know, but for the time being, my whole goal really with it was to just break even on the project. That's all I really want to do is to pay for a special that I could break even on that would inspire other comics to, you know, take mm-hmm. action. So yeah, the marketing was the one thing I didn't, I put in all the work leading up to it. And then the marketing, I was like, Oh yeah, people that don't know me would like to see it perhaps, you know? So yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that's good. Really um, like, yeah. Have um, you seen, have you seen the special by chance? I haven't haven't seen seen the special. Okay. So, um, yeah, maybe we'll, um, yeah, maybe we'll talk. We'll, we'll, maybe we'll talk right now or we'll talk off air about, I will buy your special Joel. No, no, no. I'm just saying for you to see it. So then maybe that'll spark some ideas on how it can be marketed. And this could be interesting. Um, this could be interesting case study as well for the listeners to almost like follow. And we could almost like chronicle, Kind of like how I've done with a uh, Sam Gordon. I don't know if you've heard those episodes, but she's um mm-hmm. she's like a DIY comic, has her own show production company where she produces a bunch of shows, and she's just the she's the soul of Hot Breath. Like she's the comic, like the yeah. like just the the blueprint of what we want here at Hot Breath, which is a comic taking their career into their own hands and creating their own success. So we did an interview, yeah, um, at the middle of last year. And she was on the cusp of like thinking about going full time or what to do and her next steps. And then we did a six month follow up. So this could be an interesting thing for us to maybe where we know where we are now and maybe start to put together like a marketing strategy and start to look at results and really show uh, the hot breath of kind of how the sausage is made behind and maybe give them a blueprint kind of like I did with my director where we wanted to give yeah. the listeners a blueprint for how 
here's the equipment we used. Here's how we rented it. You know, here's how we picked the venue. Here's how we approached the venue. Like just giving all just like the granular details of producing the special. Maybe we can do it yeah. to where we give the granular examples of now how to actually market the special and what the expectation with that should be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, Interesting. Uh, I'm totally in. I would totally uh, love to do. I love doing stuff with that. Like when I speak at coffee fest, yeah. I literally show like a slideshow of like an ad from beginning to end and what I liked and didn't like and how it worked. Uh, because I think that's exactly like, that's how my brain works. And that's how I need to intake things mm-hmm. is I, I need to watch Joel. I need to listen to Joel talk about how he made his special so then when I make a special, I can be like, oh, Joel did this. Let me think about doing it that way or maybe avoid it because he learned from that, you know. And, um, yeah, I would totally love to do that with your special because you're having one big piece of content and you're able to make so many separate things out of that one piece of content. Right. And so you can make like 80 different ads out of that one thing. So. Oh, fascinating. Yeah, I love. Okay, great. Yeah, because. I think it's important what I've learned um, that I wish I learned early on for younger comics listening is like, you know, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? And start to build a team around maybe where your weaknesses are. And marketing, I've never been, af- I've never been afraid of the work. I've never been afraid of doing things. But um, I'm good at doing something and then completing it. And then like that's it. Like I, I – I spent hours creating an online podcasting course, launched it, mm-hmm. and then just never said anything about it. Like, <laughs> like it's on uh, it's on Udemy right now, but I'm gonna I think I'm gonna move it um, onto a better platform because I'm putting together like a comedy writing online course now. Okay. So I think I'm gonna put those all in the same place. But yeah, I, I do that yeah, a lot. I put a lot of work into something, and then I'm like, okay. The marketing people will know. You know, I'm under the impression people people will know. The people that matter will know. You know what I mean? But I just want uh, listeners you to know all that stuff to your website, Joel. All the classes. You're saying all the classes. Everything should be on one website. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree. And I, I finally combined my Joel Byers website and my Hot Breath website. Um, okay. So I, those are finally combined. So now it's yeah, just creating an ecosystem around Joel Byers and Hot Breath. Which I think the classes, yeah. Go. So, um, yeah, great, great tips here. Please, people, we've got one more. We've got one more question here. If anyone else has a question, comment now or forever hold your peace. So, but thank you all for hanging out and uh, spending time with us here on this Sunday. Um, hopefully, we'll be doing more of these. So, John Chapel or Chappell asks um as a new guy on the scene should i create separate social media accounts for my current personal ones or does that matter hmm that's a good question when you're saying new on the scene i'm uh you 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 think he's talking about he's new to comedy right yeah i'm actually i've been um we just recently connected yeah he's uh, he's very new he's very new to comedy okay um, it's a good question. I think, um, like he's done like two open mics as I'm looking back on our messages okay. together. Yeah. He's, he like just did his second open mic. So yeah, very new. I would, I, I, I would keep them. I'd create a Facebook page for your comedy, mm-hmm. but I would probably keep your Instagram and your, your personal page as is because the people that are going to come to your shows right now, are people that know you um, and, and all you're going to do is cut down your fan base of people that are now you're, you're making people go over and click on another page and follow that page. And that's just like an extra click that doesn't need to exist. So um, yeah, I would just, I would just keep the pages as they are. If you feel like it represents you and your comedy, maybe take down some pictures of like, you know, if you feel like they don't, fit in with what you're doing now take down mm. those pictures but for the most part yeah i i don't see it because i'm zach lemon podcast is my only instagram and it's very me and it's purposely very me gotcha and i would i would recommend this is something 
that I, I did early on, I was sure to do is like, I made everything the same. So in terms yeah, of, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I wasn't like Joel Byers on Twitter and then, um, Joel Byers one, two, three, four on Instagram. Like I was sure to make all the branding consistent. So everything you see yeah. of the podcast on social media is at hot breath pod. And everything you see of Joel Byers is Joel Byers comedy. Everything's the same. So make sure it's consistent and easy to find. Yeah, if you're going by like a stage name or you or just maybe shortened your name or whatever for comedy, just make sure you're searchable that way. So you're not oh. pickle juice thirty four. Make sure <laughs> that you're like your name that way. Like when people are like watching you at an open mic. And they're like, let me look this guy up because everyone does that. They're just like, I've never seen this guy and he's pretty funny. Right. And then they're searching on their phone for that person. Just make sure you're easy to find or maybe add comedy to the end of it if there's a lot of people with your name. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good question though. Oh, sorry. I thought, yeah, I thought we yeah. lost you for a second. I was like, no, we're almost at the end and it just crashes. Um, but yeah, this, this is hopefully, um, this is hopefully the first of many things we do together, but also this live, this live stream I'm really enjoying. I've been doing a live write 10 club every day at 10 AM where we all get together and write for 10 minutes. And that's been going well. I like these live interviews. Yeah. So we're, I like, I like those, right. I watch them later. Oh, great. Uh, because, yeah. Because uh, I am uh, three hours different than you. Right. So at yeah, yeah. AM, I am still asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's um, Trent Trent out on the West Coast, actually. He um, he tunes in at 7 a.m. He, like, gets up, and he's he's in it to win it, man. It's it's fun. Some people... Good. Um, Good. <laughs> yeah, some comics posted, though, like, 10 a.m. What you know? You're talking about comedians, right? We're not gonna. This isn't the yeah. military, Joel. But it's like, you want comedy to be your job, you've got to treat it like a job, you know. And 100%, it's just to what, 100%. what, what you get out is what you put in as well, and consistently put in. We talked about consistency today as a big part of social media, but that's a big part of your career in general, which is why I do the right ten club because, like I, you know, I'm not immune to struggles and failures and all that. That's why, I mean, I wasn't consistently writing anymore and yet I'm telling people on the podcast and sharing writing tips and yet I wasn't yeah. doing it. And I was like, well, how can we do it? Social accountability, get online, hold yourself accountable to write at least 10 minutes every day and create a community around it. So that's, it's just, we're all experimenting here, people. And yeah. I think a lot of y'all have listened to enough of these podcasts to know that even like guys 20 years in are like, I'm, I'm still experimenting. I'm still trying to figure it out, you know? So oh, 100%. you're not immune I, uh, to the struggles. I recently, uh, I re recently released a free ebook for comedy. Oh, great. And, okay. Uh, it's, um, it's about my 11 years. And in that I talk a little bit about writing. Um, and, uh, in that, I, I I explain how every year, like someone comes up to me and goes, "How do you write?" Mm -hmm. And every year it's a different answer because I'm like, "Oh, now I type them out. Now I write them this way. Now I shorthand." You know, it's like, and so I kind of go a little bit into that because yeah, it's like I'm 11 years in and I'm still like I don't I don't have the perfect method and I don't think I ever will. Yep, where it's all trial and error, people. So this was incredible thank you to everyone that posted questions and curiosity um we ended up getting i mean there's more people watching than i thought for a sunday and there's more questions that we got so if you found this helpful share this with other comics let them know this group exists you know anyone listening to the podcast if you want to join the group and start connecting with other comics and up in your game uh it's linked in the show notes as well but um zach let them know where they can keep up with you and all that jazz as well uh yeah just go to uh zach lyman podcast on instagram mm -hmm. that's uh, uh that's where i mostly be uh but if you need anything else from me or you want to check out any of my shirt designs i talked about or any of that stuff just zach and uh my free ebook is up there great my shirts link to my podcast all of that so, uh, yeah. 
great. That's that's me. Yeah, we'll be sure to link all those in the show notes as well for people listening to the podcast. So Hot Breathiverse, Zach Lyman, he's he's an ally. Okay, so if you have any questions. <laughs> Reach out to him with any questions. Um, reach out yeah, to me with it. any questions. This Facebook group, I really feel like we'll answer a lot of your questions. There's a lot of good discussions that go on in here, especially now more than ever. We're getting very interactive and very granular in terms of topics we're talking about today that are timely. And it's a lot of fears and struggles a lot of us are going through. So the more we can help each other, I think the better we're all going to be for it. So if you haven't already, subscribe to the YouTube page of this podcast. I just posted up a great video from Ian Bag, his top five crowd work tips, as well as um, the breakdown of Bill Burr's joke formula. There's a lot of good stuff going on over at that YouTube page. So definitely subscribe to that. Share this with other comics. And uh, we'll be back next Monday. How about that? Everybody, know if you know it, say it right here on Hot Breath. <sighs> All right, Zach Lyman, thanks for hanging out, buddy. Have a good day. Thank you, Joel. All right. Thank you. Hot breath. This episode of Hot Breath is sponsored by our Patreon. If any of our content has helped your comedy career, join our Patreon linked in the show notes and get positive comedy karma for life. Probably.